Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Have you guys seen Alien from 1979? No, from 1979. Uh, yes, I didn't see it in 1979. I wasn't alive yet, but yes. <laughs> I didn't say in 1979. I said from 1979. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this before. <laughs> I was I was doing what Josh said. Yeah. <laughs> So no one here has seen it in 1979, but two of no. us have seen it. Surprise, surprise. This is off my uh, my list, which also contains the movie Blade Runner, previous episode. So I will say that for the longest time, I had not seen these movies. Uh, I think the first time I watched them was with you, Austin, at like our mutual friend Amy's house. Uh, I was not a part of those movie nights, but I do remember it happening. Uh, like not not though like we were excluded or anything, but uh, that was just a summer when we did a bunch of movie nights at a bunch of people's houses, and I joined mm-hmm. you for a couple like the FP, but I was not not privy to Alien or Aliens because I think we were on like a camping or rafting trip that weekend. Might have been. I just know that there was someone else there who hadn't seen them as well. Okay, I'll I'll tell my history with this after we get going. So. For uh, people new to the podcast, just joining us, uh, the folks on the show who have not seen the movie before, we like to get a little elevator pitch from them going, based solely on the name. You know, just a blind blind pitch. In the dark. What do you got, Josh? Alien from 1979. I mean, it's fucking Alien. Like, you think this being such a classic, I would know more about it than I do, which is essentially nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen the Alien designs every course, and I'm sure that there's a couple see this movie that have been parodied in like a million things that I've seen. Now, you're a mm. big Comic-Con person, right? Josh? Yeah, you know, I watch a lot of like cartoons and stuff, sure. For sure. I, I wouldn't say I read a lot of comics. No, no, Comic-Con. No, you go to cons. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Because we all go to cons, but you go mostly to collect, right? And yeah, work? you know, to, right. So, uh, yeah, I'm... That's what I think of immediately nowadays when I think of this franchise because you get like the busts and the everything from this you see at Comic Cons. It's just all over, and oh, sometimes yeah. you get a really good suit or two like cosplay from it. Right. Uh, so as little as you know about it, what do, what do you think the plot's gonna be? Run it down for us. I, it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter what the plot is. It's like a horror movie where everyone's just gonna die. You know, it's it's future Earth. There's a space station or some shit, some kind of space platform that the Earth do, future Earth do on, and then somehow a show up. Maybe their ship crash is like the alien ship crashed their ship. Maybe they only bring something on from their planet. Whatever, get on the ship and start fucking, you know, wrecking everybody. Oh no, not everybody. Um, some no, not every. And someone's gonna serve. I because it's, it's basically a horror movie. I can I can only imagine. So you know, there's gonna be a lot of jump scares. Oh, okay. There's like somebody will survive. Maybe it'll be the girl. <laughs> um, if we're following horror tropes. The final we'll girl. See. Yeah, it'll be a final girl situation, possibly. You know, the only thing that actually matters in movies like these are is, you know, are the kills cool? You know, are there well, they gotta cool, make like, you care about the. Scenes. They gotta make you care at least a little about the people that they're killing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, they have to do one of two things, right? They either have to make me care. Or hate they're killing them. Killings, so I root for them, or hate them. Yeah, right? I love those well, movies you walk into, I and would, in the I first five argue, minutes, you're like, I want everyone in this dead. <laughs> I would argue that those two aren't mutually exclusive. No, you of have to not. care about them to hate them. For sure, for sure. I hear you. Most so, of the time, we think if when they you make care, you, we're if like, they make you hate them, they achieve that goal of what I said. I mean, care about them being like, I want them sure. to. Sure. No, I mean, care about them is that you care what happens to them. Oh, right. I mean, I guess. Like, you're interested in seeing how that character interacts in that story. They would have to be a real piece of shit for me to, like, actively want them to die. (laughs) Oh, that's a trope in horror movies. You just haven't seen enough yet. Hmm. Like, uh, I was saying, that's my... One of my favorite tropes is you walk into a movie, and the first five minutes, you're like, oh, I hope every one of these motherfuckers die. Like, not in a vindictive way, just because it's a horror movie, and that they portray them as horrible people right, right off the bat. they set them up as bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, uh, so, we've watched one other space movie on our podcast. We should have started with this one. We watched Event Horizon. We also we've watched seen... Cloverfield Paradox. We've also watched... Uh, fucking galaxy quest like that's just a blatant lie that you just said yeah we've seen a bunch of i said screens. space horror didn't i i'm sorry no you just cloverfield said space, paradox was space horror cloverfield paradox was space horror because i had to watch it i guess it was space thriller it was no you just said, i i maybe you didn't but i heard you say space movie i'm okay. like we've definitely watched space movies. i might have cut out because i know we've done space movies <laughs> no no space horror and in, in specific isn't the thing technically a space <laughs> horror yeah movie? the yes. thing event horizon you know yeah, this one's real close to the thing because you can think of it as space because it's antarctica like there's there's nothing to sustain life there so it's like it's like a closed room horror in in space. <laughs> uh, are you excited, Josh? No. Because you've heard. Um, well, wow. Okay. I was gonna say because you've heard so much about this because it's such a cultural icon. You're gonna get it like right. under your belt. Yeah, it's, it'll be nice to have said I've seen. Guess, but only if it's good, right? We've seen a lot these type of like quote classic movies where you know they're just whatever. I'm biased. And I'm like, of wow, I could have. I could have lived my entire life without seeing, like that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't hardly wait right. to if, forget if, about some of these movies. If I have indeed seen all of the like iconic scenes, this movie pair, whatever, then like you know that's the question. It is that the movie? Are those cool scenes that get like really the only takeaway, or is like the whole movie takeaway right? And if it is just scenes, like I'm probably going to be pretty disappointed. Like I said, I'm pretty biased, but the things I enjoy about this, without any spoilers, are the the set designs. It mm-hmm. was real early on. It was 79, so like this almost the same years as the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And uh, the space special effects, everything's done practically, and not in a way right. that would like ever be mocked on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like, they got legit artists. They got, um, I don't know if you've heard of the artist that design the alien like the xenomorph no spoilers because you right you know what this yeah i is. i know yeah i know that <laughs> yeah that's not a spoiler right uh hr, I know HR the reason why they call them a xenomorph will be interesting right yes from what i remember on this one uh it has a pretty like good like stacked cast of character actors in it that we do have good some job. people coming back i believe one of these mechanics i'm sure has been on the show before let me uh, let me go to the library real ch- quick and check who these actors are. 
Got to look in the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> go through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so go many, through the so microfiche. Cards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with that information when we're done watching it. Uh-huh. But uh, this uh, mentioning Galaxy Quest, Justin. Mm-hmm. This is Sigourney Almost Weaver. Tim Allen in it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Sigourney Weaver's character? I'll, I'll remind you, she was the one who was in charge of comms in Galaxy Quest, so the oh, computer yeah. would say something, and she would repeat it, and <laughs> she has that classic line. They're like, why do you keep repeating it? It's the only job I have! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was in That's that. That's what she does in this movie, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she was in that. That was not a callback character, but she was in that 100% because of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Though she was obviously a spoof of, like, uh, a horror from Uhura. Star Trek. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, that burned me when we were watching the OS and you get to the episode where Uhura loses her memory and they're like, that's okay, we can re-educate her in, like, two months. <laughs> and she's just like, uh, after that, just kind of a brainwashed clone of what she was, and they <laughs> never address it again. They're not like, take some time, take some leave, go see your family, get reacquainted, have them tell you your history. Like, no, they're like, oh, we'll just blast it into your bla brain in Starship Library, and then you're back on duty. <laughs> and she's like, I literally forgot how to talk two months ago. No, it was two yeah. weeks. It was such a nasty two time weeks. frame. I hated that they did that to her. <laughs> but I'm really excited for this. This one, probably so, in my top had... five movies of all time. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. I had, like, a really bad bias for why I didn't see this movie. I grew up you and in Josh. Roswell. Yeah. I grew up in Roswell. I don't know if Josh had the same bias, but the reason I never watched this movie the same reason I didn't watch anything that has to do with aliens. I know. When we first met, it was impossible to watch, get you to watch anything that mentioned alien. Yeah, because I was like, fuck that. Aliens are stupid. I hear you. It, you can because definitely that's what develop I, a bias from where you grew up. That's what I was like, suffused with my culture, like, like in a... In, in, in Roswell, like the fucking lampposts. Well, tell people about it who haven't been there. It's a pretty small town in New Mexico, the, southern the, New Mexico. The, Mc, the McDonald's is shaped like a UFO. I mean, nobody's been there, but everybody knows what it is. It's had two TV shows about it. Are they both telling the same story? Yeah, the alien crash. Well, no, no. I mean, are they literally like it, Roswell? Yeah, was a it's, CW it's a show, reboot. Right? Oh, it's a it's reboot. A re it's, a it's a little. It's they they did it as the original and then they did a reboot recently. The I, reboot I might haven't still seen be going. Well, nothing is still going on. Me either, man. It's really? crazy that that got rebooted. I know. <laughs> like like Charmed came back and got rebooted. I couldn't believe Charmed before that. Yeah. Charmed was, I at least like Charmed. I feel like more like was more of like a beloved thing than it was fucking, it was like um, fucking it was the sister Roswell. to buffy <laughs> or maybe the cousin the out-of-town cousin to buffy during that time yeah 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 uh what did did either of you have any uh really paranoid relatives older relatives perhaps that watched jericho you remember that gem <laughs> no no oh, anybody remember what that was about no no, I, no <laughs> a, clue. a small town in middle america somewhere 
oh, they get nuked because of the terrorists. And oh, it's okay. just it's just fear mongering, like fallout shelter dwelling, survivalist nonsense for Oh, it got so many seasons. So <laughs> many seasons. <laughs> of course it did. And after a while, it's like Prison Break, or uh, what's that fucking zombie one I never watched a second of? Walking from the Dead. Walk- walking Dead? Yeah. Walking, walking from the Dead. Walking from the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is quite easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you want to, like, grab lunch before they get here? Uh, they're They're way off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> There's a food truck that keeps ahead of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep pace. They're really easy to outpace. Like, you don't have to move fast at all. Yeah, and we took all those scooters that were in, like, the uh, Smiths and Hy-Vee and uh, retrofitted them with solar panels. So anyone, anyone can use them to get away. Like, this is uh, inclusive. Inclusive zombie walk. <laughs> do you ever go- do any of those, you two? Go on a zombie walk in your city? What the fuck is a zombie walk? Ooh, when I lived in Indiana, this was probably around 2005, maybe six. They, there's not a lot to do in Indiana. I don't know if you know. You got that. people dressing up like zombies and biting each other there, dude. Um, yeah, you're basically on point. You would gather in like the downtown, like a park area, and everybody would come in their best zombie garb or survivalist Just a giant gear. zombie larp. Zombie larp. Yeah, and you'd walk through the streets of downtown, larping as zombies. And after everybody oh. would meet at a bar, and there'd be like a zombie rave. It, yeah. I thought you were gonna have like some weird alternate version of like a bar crawl. <laughs> That's it, what I thought it, you were It going. did eventually turn into that, I think. You know, I'm In bigger cities, I bet they do that. But I was in a pretty small city, and there weren't a lot of bars. No, just kidding. There were a fuck ton of bars. <laughs> All there is there to do a, is drink yeah. in small cities. Uh, there were bars and churches and old churches that had been turned into bars. Well, and meth. Yeah. All the bars got turned into meth. <laughs> a wizard just came through and tapped it alright we're gonna wizard. get to Alien we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about this 1979 Ridley Scott classic on Have You Seen after this Podcast established. Mother, can I record? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's one thing I didn't really ever, like, totally get. I love it. Is the the whole mother thing. I know. That's, it's it's strange, but I really like the uh, the look of this server room. Because it's 1979, they didn't know where computers were going to go, how they were going to look. They're like, oh my mm-hmm. god, they take up a room already, what if we just make the room the computer? It'll be futuristic. Right, uh, yeah. 
My main thing, my main gripe about watching this movie right now is, are they really in space? on this futuristic space mission or whatever and they they don't and for this company that like tracks everything that they do and there's no cameras yeah that was one of my big problems like they have they have cameras on the spacesuit helmets they have comm systems on the space but they don't have cameras throughout the ship they i don't think they do have like comm systems like in every if they did then why didn't they use them yeah oh, because whole, they don't have cameras like, oh no the, the alien got away guess we got to look for it now manually yeah because they don't have cameras in the ducts the like, but, like it ran through rooms before it in the ducts yeah, You're right. like, 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 especially I, you know, the face hugger, like so, the face hugger one specifically, because it kind of just like fell out of the vent on top of her. Here's the main like, reason: you the... could have very easily <laughs> seen where that seen thing that. went. Uh, yeah. Here, here's the main reason why that that was not a cinema trope at that time. Reviewing the footage and going back, and like that wasn't a thing. Like security guards and shit they didn't have cameras at buildings until the early to mid 90s i'd say and uh that so that wasn't really something they envisioned we're we're jumping right in we're back we just watched alien uh oh i could talk forever about this but josh let's, (laughs) let's hear your first impression so this is set in the same universe as your last movie right it is it is yeah runner very um, loosely, obviously. Uh, a couple hundred fun. years so in the future. Was Ash was Ash a replica? Ash. I'm pretty uh, sure they were a replicant. I guess. According to lore, they are androids. <laughs> they're separate from replicants. Okay. They're they're more of like a corporate model, a work model. Okay. Uh, and this is two hundred years is, in the future, so they I think have it's a different those corporation. things. My question is, if yeah, they have yeah, those yeah. things, why is any real person doing this? Maybe they're really expensive. This is a test run. <laughs> and they they okay. didn't want to send them on this mining mission or whatever. All right. This is like a test run. Uh, you, you learn from I the dialogue say, that the company knows this. I would say test that... unsuccessful. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, here's the lesson I learned during this. Let, let's hold quarantine. Right? If you break quarantine, you might die and kill everybody. Yeah, and they seem okay with that, but we find out why, obviously. That that would break any space protocol right away, and it's in, it's infuriating. I bet that part to you, Josh, you were just, like, pulling your hair out. The whole movie I was pulling my fucking hair out. Like, yeah. Justin, Justin's questions about, like, the camera assist... Like me, the entire movie. Like literally, any time they made any decision whatsoever about anything, was like the dumbest decision you could possibly make. Okay, let and me like, be absolutely clear here. I think this movie rules. I think this movie has some good scenes, <laughs> and it's very atmospheric. And I'm sure it was really cool at the time. But like, I could not suspend my disbelief. At all, oh. the whole movie. <laughs> really? Like, not God, like and it's like Damn. all pra- It's all practical effects too. It's That's so what I love. Oh yeah, it looks super great. Yeah, I'm not saying. 
I'm just saying like, that we'll CG really pulls, decisions. CG pulls me out of... Oh, you're talking about just, like, the stupidity of the crew. Yeah, like, how, like why the movie progressed at all, right? Like, I get well, it. Well, it, we... it was because the corporate bullshit was, like, messing but them up. But there was only one character! No, like, not like, at all. Here, let, me, let me take you through a quick timeline of Let's do it. Let's do all it. the major dumb decisions in the movie. Uh, so okay, you're gonna read your notes to this, us? <laughs> we crash land on this planet... Um, let's go exploring. Okay, fine. We see this wrecked ship. Uh, let's go in it. Quote, quote, because we've came this far, we have to go on end quote. No, you fucking don't. Like, you're on it. You're not the corporate guy that's trying to ask. It's like, there's just some dude they sent out. Check what's going on around the ship. So they go in the ship, and uh, the guy literally is like, Oh, there's a bunch of eggs. Let me just get really close to and fucking poke it a bunch. <laughs> Even though it's a completely foreign entity that we have no knowledge about. So then he gets face-huggered, and they get back to the ship, and Captain is immediately like, Hey, quarantine protocol, you can't come in. Now, yes, the guy who lets him in is the corporate SP guy who I guess has authority, and the cap can't just tell him to fuck off. Well, no, but the captain... The, the captain, captain was... is Dallas, not Ripley. The captain yeah. let him in. Oh, was it the she, captain let him in? She had proper authority in, she, because she... She's was... third in command. Okay, and... one person out of the crew was like, Hey, Quarren's guys, that guy, that alien could fuck us up real bad. All right. and, Which and was Ripley. Everyone. And literally everyone else in the movie besides her final... was like, No, we have to so... bring him on. All right, Josh, yeah. keep going. And... I mean, I'll I'll make my rebuttal eventually, but I, this rant's good. <laughs> Keep sure. Going. So, so literally, ever the crew is like, no, he's gonna die though. Like, we don't care if we get infected by it. Just bring him on. So they bring him on, and they put him in the med bay. Sure. And uh, they don't tie him down or freeze him or anything. They just put him on a fucking stretcher. There's and just the go best... fascinating. It's there an alien. The... There was a line I heard in this that I didn't catch. I don't think. Maybe I did, but I don't remember it. Uh, which was like the people watching the medical exam outside are like, "Hey, they aren't freezing him. Why aren't yeah. you freezing yeah, him?" Yeah, I heard that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't they freezing him? That's another point. So they're deciding <laughs> whether or not, you know, do we take off it was freeze? espionage. It was he was he was instructed not to do it because it would have they thought was afraid it would kill the thing. Right, yeah, they have this conversation, like, do we take it off of him, or do we leave it on him? And they're like, yeah, let's leave it on him, because, sure, but we're not, we're still, time up, we're still not going to, like, immobile him or anything, they try we're just going to take leave it, off. it on him and set it in the room. They try to take it off, the reason they stop is because it bleeds fucking acid that eats through their entire ship. Well, the first time they try and take it off, it almost chokes him to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they okay. try taking it off, and they're so like, here, okay, we got to leave it on. Here's the thing, I like, Justin, I like mm -hmm. your point. And it is entirely valid that this is a company policy, that they have to follow this chain of command. But here's the other thing. Uh, this is not a Star Trek space utopia where everyone's gone to Star Trek Academy. Or Star Starfleet, Stargate Academy, whatever the fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is one of those uh, movies where it's like a trope in these space movies where it looks like the crew has no business being in space. And that's because they really <laughs> probably, you know, they're really good at their jobs. These two engineers, 
They're amazing. I love them. My two favorite characters other than Ripley, because they're like, how long is it going to take? 17 hours? Give us 25 hours. And then Ripley comes down, and they're like, what? And they're just blasting steam, and you can, you know that it's on purpose. Like, it's great. But, uh, I've I've worked in industry, and this movie captures it perfectly. Like, not only in the scenery, where everything is so well detailed, and, like, just chains hanging, and, like, fucking rusty big doors and giant gears, but also the mentality. Like, we're here. We gotta do the job. We could get paid more if we do this other thing. Might as well do it. That's why we risked our lives to be frozen and shot out into space in the first place, is to make money. And we're going back yeah. anyway. It'll take the same time. Let's go look at this thing. Maybe capture a specimen. Because they know aliens exist in this universe. We get talks early on where they're talking about, um, oh, I wonder if this is going to be another life form or if this is going to be a hostile life form. They bring weapons with them. They've encountered things that they don't like tell us about. That might be kind of cool, like, if they went and it flashed across one of these screens and had, like, an old LED display of aliens they'd come across. But who cares? Canon of the mind, or theater of the mind. I mean, I don't don't buy this, like, they're normal workmen dudes and, like, don't really care, and, you know, they're, or they lack any common sense whatsoever. Like, here's this egg. Why not put oh. it in a container? Okay, okay, I'm on board with you here. This moment like, when they like rappel down into and he the fucking it? Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm on, on that's board. Just I'm bad, on your that's just a bad move. Yeah. That's a bad move. Yeah, their solution to everything is just poking it. You want to know what the first weapon to deal with it is? A fucking poker with this chakra, <laughs> and they make a makeshift cow cow, cow prattle. It's so prattle. blue collar though, too, because they don't have weapons. They're not a fighting. Vessel. Except they do. They have a fucking or and when they get on the escape, you can make like, a she has like a blaster gun, like and uh, as a side arm. So like, don't tell me they don't have fucking. Weapons. No, no, no. You this can sh- make a flamethrower super easily, and that's not a blaster. That's a harpoon gun. Uh-huh. Okay, give them a harpoon gun. That's better. Fucking cattle prod. <laughs> You're right. Against this alien of which we have no idea what its physiology is or what it can do. You're right. If I was you know. Ripley and I walked into this meeting and I was like, I said, bring all the weapons. And then later, like three hours later, the ship is in self-destruct, and I find secret weapons. I'm gonna be kind of pissed. I know they're all labeled as tools. Like this is for. Why didn't they tell us about the grappling hook? If you're if you're you're stuck outside the ship or something, the grappling hook is like, get back to the ship. It it makes sense in space. But here's the thing, guys. I said bring me weapons. That includes anything that shoots. Yeah. <laughs> anything that anything shoots. that could damage a thing. Get, you get brought me, me a net, and you didn't bring me the grappling hook gun. Shame. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. shame on you for not specifically remembering that you have a grappling hook gun in your ship. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the thing. Also, how many also, manuals do you want them to read? Like that was shame the- on these guys for not knowing the stipulations of their fucking contracts. Oh yeah. You're telling me you're joining up with these these space companies that seem like they don't give a shit about you and you're seem not going like. to read the fine print? No, they just want the money. They don't care. To go into they're, space? They're probably at like a dead uh, end lives and they, and then they don't even they years. don't even they don't even check him. They don't double check him. He could have been lying. Yeah. 
But yep. uh, I believe the situation, because look at how the world was in Blade Runner in 2019. Oh, for sure. If they're, like, if the planet's dying, and they're like, oh, I can go make a buck in space and maybe move my family to someplace that's not totally destroyed, yeah, put me in hypersleep for ten months and I'll go do a mining mission. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I might sign up. Because you know what? I'm not like destroying a civilization. I'm going out to a barren asteroid. I'm mining it of all its resources, and I'm bringing them back to Earth. That sounds as if we cool. wouldn't specifically find planets that have life forms just so we could subjugate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What this this my this routine mine operation has a path with an alien planet and a species that's you never find been out later before. that they were sent here on purpose. Like, yeah. they, they took this path and intercepted the signal on purpose, and that activated the secret order. And that's why the ship crashed and all that, or The whatever. company basically sent them out as a mining operation slash, if they get lucky, a, like, research vessel for this new alien species to be tested. I mean, I'm still kind of with Justin, right? If, you're, if your whole purpose is just get some aliens, like, why don't you send more robots? Why don't... <laughs> well, why, maybe they're... Why maybe would you send expensive. a human crew that's... Clear. Maybe just going to kill an alien. Maybe it was like a data situation, and that was literally the only one that they had. I believe. Then just send that. Put Mm. him in a fucking like bubble and just shoot him onto the planet. (laughs) Well, they obviously they obviously didn't give a fuck about sacrificing human lives though, so they wanted to have contingency. No, no, no. That's it's not that. It's just that human lives could compromise the mission. So why would they put humans in the mission? (laughs) Right. That's that's why they, they they fucked up. I yeah. feel like there was something when when they said this planet's super rich in minerals, it's full of like coal deposits and stuff. They're like, holy shit, I can't believe this hasn't been mined before. And I believe they said it has. Or there's no way it hasn't, and we were sent here on purpose. So I feel like maybe they sent these replicants out here to mine it, they found this thing, and the eggs totally didn't respond to them because they weren't organic life forms. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, they're eggs, maybe they need organic life form. maybe they're parasitic, maybe parasitic life forms are super popular in space, which is really scary. <laughs> I think it would have been cool if, like, the alien tried hey, to... Hey, maybe there's some good ones, like, point. in Star Trek. Sorry, sorry, Josh first. What? Uh, I think it would... If the alien tried to infect the replicant at some point, so we had a hint that it was... Like, something was going on, instead of just, like, a shock reveal. It like, doesn't like, kill the replicant, though. Movie. I think that's a that's a good sign. And Justin, what Well, like, it doesn't say? kill a bunch of other people, too, at that point, right? Because they just happen to be around. I said, it's uh... one. I said, like, maybe there's some uh, good parasites, like in Star Trek, that one character in, like, Deep Space Nine. She had oh, a pa- okay, she had okay. a parasite that was, like, but it was, like, it was, like, a like a consensual. Yeah. You uh, had to agree to let the parasite in, and then it, like, gave you past lives information. It, like, lived on. I don't know. That's how it lived on. It, like, moved on through hosts. And Stargate it kinda, like, SG-1 had kind of the same thing. It was a symbiosis. Of course, it was a really authoritarian civilization that used these parasites, but uh, that had nothing to do with the parasite. Once they got somebody free and he became part of the team, like, him and his parasite were, like, bonded for life. Nice. I, I believe they were called, like, the Guauld, and it was Teal'c, one of the most... I, Josh, I think you would love Stargate SG-1. That yeah, series. okay. That character in Star Trek was Jadzia Dax. 
Oh, I remember Jedzia. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. They have some really fun story arcs. It was a trill. That was the name of the, the parasite that lived in her. Yeah. Always my favorite episodes of. Uh, uh, oh yeah, she dated Worf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Deep Space Nine. I liked it. Is not my favorite Star Trek, and it's not one I go back and watch too often. But it's got some real good episodes. Like they nail the uh, social stuff because they're living all on a space station. Oh, that's all it is. It's I know. It's I know. Like if you like Ten it's... Forward, there's some really fun stuff that matches up to that, like social life, bar life, like just the dynamics of everyone and all these aliens living on a space station together and getting along. Yeah, that's what I like. I liked it because it was it felt so much different to the rest of the Star Treks. Especially because, after Voyager. Because it was way less about like the exploration and it was more about like the intrigue and social interactions between all these races. Uh-huh. Now Voyager was more my speed because it was a group of people lost at space and a ship. Voyager was cool too. Oh, just trying to get home. Yeah. So uh right away I love the practical effects in this. The space looks great. Oh my god! The ship looks great. So uh, many good uh, details. So many good like practical effects. Who, who? What was everybody's favorite death? Let's just go around. Ooh, favorite death? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think the most. Okay, I think the most. Because they all had good practical effects. I got one right off the bat. That's the most disturbing. I think. Uh huh. Uh. Favorite right might be something else, but most disturbing is um. Uh, hold on, I have her, pull, Victoria Cartwright, who is a returning, uh, actress to the podcast. She was in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, dating oh nice Jeff Goldblum. She worked at the massage parlor. Remember? She was the nice. other uh, Lambert, the other female not... in the crew. I did not recognize her. When it just like creeps up on her after blowing open that guy's head with its inner mouth, and it's uh-huh. like I'm gonna I'm gonna count Dracula with my tail from the bottom. Oh, to, started right. from the bottom now. We're like between that the te- ears. That that ten- that tail like tentacle creeping up her leg did it for somebody. I'll tell you that. And then Ripley's in the tunnels like with her <laughs> flamethrower, and you just hear like screaming and then like gasping and gurgle like a lot of gory. Really gory off-screen deaths in this. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what what was your favorite? Yeah, I mean, you don't really see a lot of the deaths this movie because Which makes you them know, kind it's of dark. Like... Well, yeah, they don't want to show the Z right away. They only show bits and pieces because it's spooky. Yeah. But uh, probably the rep, the sorry, android death. I think. Oh, I and his head gets knocked over. Oh, it's, it's the so only time... good. No, when they flamethrow it, because it's the only time we actually use the flamethrower. Oh. It like, burns its like skin off. How satisfying was that? Like, every time in a horror movie, you're like, no, you have to go back for the killing blow. And this guy turns around, and he's just like, you motherfucker. I, I gotta say, like, I'm always so impressed with that one particular scene where they get his head just to come on and talk, and it's, like, lying next to his body. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, man, how the fuck did they do that? Well, they zoomed into his face during that, right? So you can't see There was that. there was a pretty <laughs> obvious like, cut. Like, how did you how did you two watch it? Um like a uh, computer on TV or yeah, phone? Sure. I I watched it on a computer and then on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> you were My a little late, so you wanted to watch through. it twice before. Were you on you the phone when you got to the Android part or, or yeah. not? Yeah. 
I was. Oh, okay. Because I watched it on my uh, on my TV, and there's a pretty obvious cut where they're like messing around with a head puppet, and they set it down, and I was like, all you had to do was like switch angles and pan behind her body, and you could have like cut to like his head popped up through the table. But instead, they just cut the film, and it, it's kind of obvious, but it's still really good. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, Josh, it's it's so disturbing, like all those like cords and white bubbles inside of him, and he's bleeding milk. I kind of raise an eyebrow at that. Like they crack his neck open. It's like I'm like this is a robot. Like okay, he's full well, of like, beads and like the inside a of replicants of looked pretty weird too. Yeah. So it tracks with I the rest of it. I feel like these are pneumatic systems. And it's for like sure. bladders and hoses, and that's how you like actuate certain parts of them. It's it's more organic, obviously, than like a skeletal terminator mm-hmm. type system. Well in the first part of that Android attack scene, and I was really hoping that the alien had like infected him. Yeah. Because like I didn't know he was an Android. It's like, oh it it's it's still getting in people's bodies, but now it can like control them, and like now it could be anyone. And we like a dop like a doppelganger situation, you know, spy kind of thing. Like that's cool. Now anyone could be a guy. Oh no, it's just a complete different thing that has nothing to do with the alien. Okay, <laughs> it was kind of a, a bit of a let. <laughs> oh, I I thought it was a really good twist. Also, like let's kill her by shoving a magazine down her throat. What? Like, yeah, that's also why I thought it was an alien. Cause I'm like, what a weird way to try to off. Like maybe it doesn't have like full control body yet. Wait, wait, wait what? It's an ant. Like, why was he trying to kill her like that? Like why just like choke her to death? Or something? That was a really strange move, but I wonder if it was the director trying to say something. Cause all like, I don't know. You're, like malfunctioning maybe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. That's why I think Justin's right that he was a cheaper model because she knocked him around in the mother room and he got a head wound and then he couldn't talk anymore and he just went straight to like strange murder. Mm-hmm. We we have the technology to. He didn't do any somersaults though. Don't care that much. <laughs> no. No. Let's- Let's give he it like twenty percent effort here. He didn't do any somersaults. He wasn't a no. dance droid. <laughs> or he's a, dance a science replicant. officer droid. A no, he's only programmed droid. to connive and shove things down people's throats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he's a conniving motherfucker. Ooh, and Josh. This did entire movie, this I'm was? just like, how does nobody? How can nobody tell that this dude's fucking evil? Because like, look at him. He's okay. just going around. He, he's. He, he might as well be going voice? around. He's clearly evil. Here's he the might, thing. He's going around like fucking uh, Dick Dastardly's dog. I, I got like, <laughs> a totally reasonable answer for you here. <laughs> um, so this is a gigantic space corporation. So imagine like McDonald's and Walmart are out in space. Imagine uh-huh. the doctor that Walmart would send out in space with you. <laughs> He's gonna have a history to him. We gotta go to the salt mines of Neptune. <laughs> and listen, if we find an alien along the way, you're screwed. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where, 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 where were we? So he gets the face hugger on him, and they're like, "No, we're breaking quarantine. We're bringing him in, and we're gonna poke him with stuff." And oh, I like this acid scene where they have to follow it through three decks of the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at that point, they're not just like, "Let's fucking kill him." Let's jettison him out into space. Yeah. 
Let's yeah. just let's just off him. No. <laughs> gotta gotta save him. We gotta save this character who's said like three lines in the entire movie who we have zero attachment to and yeah, but half the crew has no attachment to either. The other characters have to have attached like they have attachment to him. They've been guess. in space with him this like for months, years. You think maybe. once once aliens, you know, are on the map, some of them would be like, "Fuck that." You know, well, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Should not have broken quarantine. Nope. But then there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah. Like that's why all of these dumb decisions made because movie. Yes. Don't worry, we'll get some more dumb decisions. That's why you. That's that is what's called suspension of disbelief. Like <sighs> you know, you can. You can make a good move, like, make reasonable decisions, right? Like, just make a reason for why they had to break the ship that wasn't because, you it's, know. It's really hard like, in this day and age to believe that Well, it's that because of emotions. Jo Justin. Yeah. It's really hard to believe that corporations would put lives at stake. <laughs> for, so hard to believe. For profit. Yeah. And that they would break quarantine for even more profit. Like, that is just unbelievable on a small scale, let alone yeah. a national scale. <laughs> like, I, I get it. There's a sabotage going There's an android doing the sabotage. But, like, the whole crew, like, pretty much the entire movie is just, like, fine with everything that's going on. Like, none of them are, like, let's get, like, at one point, one of the people is, like, let's get on the escape shuttle and leave, fuck all this. Mm -hmm. But, like, up until that point, everyone is just like, yeah, okay, sure. Just well, put them in the med bay. here's my reason I think that they didn't immediately go to the escape shuttles. I think maybe those escape shuttles are, like, a not exactly high percentage chance that you'll make it. Yeah. Yeah, think I, think they, travel, I think there was a one-off line in some that, like, if we take the escape shuttles, like, we're, we're just as fuck. We stay right. here. Because right? we're trying we, – we know the ship is fixable. We know, you know, we know we're going to get off this planet. Yeah, right, it's like, do I want to get ripped apart by an alien, or do I want to suffocate or starve in an escape pod? Okay, jettison the guy out of the space. <laughs> like, Ooh. have one of them say a lot, like, just fucking off him, and then, and then the, have the savage guy say, no, we can't because reasons. Yes. Like, just give me something, movie. Come on. Like, quick quick question, reason Josh. Reason why we're not using the cameras or the comm systems. How long... Like, do you think uh, takes place between alien and aliens? Uh, it doesn't. I don't think that's a relevant question. Mm. Okay. Because aliens too, I'm pretty sure it's way more actiony. Yeah. And only one. The question is, does the person in one come back for two? Is it like a revengeance type of thing? Ooh, a revengeance or, of the alien. Or is it just you know it's been two thousand or xenomorphs have taken. For half the galaxy, and we're gonna go fuck them up. Right? It sounds like you prefer option two. You're going more into depth in depth with it. <laughs> no, 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 Revengeance would that be sounds fine. like this sequel to Independence Day, which was awful. Oh, it was I've only awful. seen Independence Day one. Oh, thank God! I thought I've you were gonna say the new it, one. Um, the new no. one is terrible. It was basically that. It's like, oh. Uh, we co-opted a lot of that alien technology, and our whole society is dedicated to training for if they come back. Oh, and then they came back, and they're bigger. And then they came back, and they're bigger. <laughs> and it was the exact <laughs> same movie again. Uh, it was so bad. That's lame. Yeah. I like aliens, so there's your answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, there could still be action in it. Also, the cat survived. Can can we talk about that, Jonesy? Yes, Jones? yes, the cat lives. Oh, yeah, the, only, the only character I cared about the entire movie. Yeah, I was cat. really glad they put that in there. Uh, even during like the super tense action scenes at the end, when she's setting the self destruct, and it's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. She's like. <gasps> My kitty. Because she hears it on the intercom. Like, it doesn't show it, but I like to imagine it went up to the 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 bridge and pushed on the big red button, and it was just like, meow. <laughs> I thought they were going to forget about that thread. Like, there was one thought that the cat carrier just turned into the gun that she had. Because, like, I didn't notice her dropping it where she dropped it. The alien she, surprised like, puts that cat carrier down it, yeah. a lot. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Justin, you didn't the... hear your favorite death. Oh, yeah. Mine's got to be the classic chestburster. Like, yeah, can we talk about the chestburster? Oh, it's so it's good. iconic, right? Like, yeah. you know that your movie has, like, it's, it's like, you've made it. If, like, it has a moment in there that, like, just that one moment, just that one scene tells you, like, anybody who looks at a pic, that, that still knows exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. Because he's fine. And that's what this is. He's back to normal. He's, like, sitting there having dinner. Everybody's laughing. You know it's like, something's going to oh, happen. Oh, thank God that crazy parasite is Good thing that facehugger just fell off of him. I'm sure oh, he's fine. Yeah. Let's not scan him for eggs or anything. <laughs> like... Well, remember, the doctor's evil. Yeah, right. so he, he lied. He wants there to be eggs. But he, he doesn't know that there it does eggs. that. He knows does there he? are eggs because of the scan, and he just didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, guess. 100%. I love like <laughs> none of the other crew is like, oh, they're just like, I guess you're fine. They're not so wonder... doctors. Said, yeah. Do you think that last meal that he had was Taco Bell? Because that's what happened to me whenever I eat 3 a.m. Taco Shut Bell. You don't So the, so the chestburster scene is great, super good effects, fantastic, A S rank. Oh, and it hisses <laughs> and it's got the little like, metal teeth. Is yeah. not. Oh, where okay. it skitters across the table? No, 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 no. <laughs> So it, it chest bursts, it does the thing, and then it looks around for like 10 hours <laughs> and gives everyone a good chance to adjust what's going on. Then it skitters across the table out of the room, and everyone stands there stunned. Even yeah. Had plenty of time to adjust. No, but nobody. You nobody okay. shuts the hatches. You nobody can't gets say on the cameras. Plenty of time when everyone just, just like exploded oh no. out of your friend's chest. Yeah, the alien just got away. Like, it's an been alien five exploded seconds. out of your friend's chest. It's gonna take me longer than fifteen seconds to adjust. Some of those people look pretty hardcore. Like some people, I feel like have seen some shit. Nope. Like, Probably not, not an alien not bursting out of someone's nope. chest. I believe okay. they would have found okay. a still, proper quarantine still, procedure. It runs out the of the room. It <laughs> runs out of the room. And they're just like, well, fuck, I guess we got an alien on the ship. Let's go look for it, boys. Like, I mean, that's you know, kind of no, what happens, but no they just do like, it really the ineffectively. Shut the, shut the hatches and seal it in a room. Now nah, let's just go walking around playing Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, every five minutes, guys, if you're in a group, split up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's always the good choice. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. Wow. I think that might be one of the tropes that came from this time of movies. That's like, hey, we're in a group. That's too safe. Let's split up and oh, we can do a whole Let's lot more. Let's go real dumb. Let's go back to the cat because I had a couple of things that I know I noted about the cat. First of all, they used it to have an actual cat scare. 
Oh, you mean Every three scare times. was the cat scare. Yeah. There were no non-cat scares. That's how you save uh, money, is you have a super elaborate alien spaceship, and then the rest of your movie, kitty cat. Yeah, cat scares. Uh, I wonder if that's where this term got originated, but probably not. Uh, seems like something that's been around forever. Um... The other thing I wanted to say is that watching – I love that this cat just watched that dude get murdered in cold blood yeah. behind it. Like, oh. it's like, like it's hissing at the Zeta. Like, oh, man, this is good shit. But also <laughs> yeah. if, if cats could laugh right then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you dumbass. I've been living on this ship for days with that thing. <laughs> I really thought that double mouth thing was scary because every kill from this on is double mouth kill. Yeah. It was super like, unique at the time. I guess one of them was tail kill, I guess. So my theory is that there's just a tiny alien inside, like, a robot suit. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just steering this thing around like a mech. Yeah. I built this out of spare parts. <laughs> but it shoots its head out like a frog tongue and pierces people to eat. <laughs> yeah, it still has to feed the old-fashioned way. <laughs> 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 I was happy to eat. There was some pounds. good news. The coffee is mm. the best thing on the ship. Is that good news? <laughs> I mean, you gotta have something. <laughs> 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 the coffee is like, real good. I feel, or everything's real shit, and even shit coffee is good. Yeah, but it's not more shit than everything else that's shit. So yeah. that's, an, that's a plus. Uh <laughs> Uh, I like the self-destruct sequence, how sh they have to, like, push the buttons. It's very detailed. Unscrew the thing, oh, do the levers, they pop yeah, up, I, you have to thumb I it, I made a note that's like, the self-destruct system is too complicated, like, tense horror movie complicated. It reminded it me of Mist. It is very complicated. You ever play that? This looks... Yes, it's very Mist. It seemed to me it like, like there it was... was mist like, that happened. seemed like a little, act, like, a little, like, um... Like Resident Evil E kind of, where you had to like action. Oh, puzzle. it's super resy. Like find all the crystals and put them, <laughs> and push them down. But to and get there, you have to move the bust of Mister Nostromo. Granted, granted, this was '79, so I guess you would say uh, resy was a little bit alieny. Oh, I mean, I get yeah. you want your self-destruct thing to not be easy to do, so someone doesn't accidentally trip it. But I feel like the two really heavy levers behind a, a box is, is pretty good. Those like, are fun. I like that. You don't need like 70 buttons and four crystals and all that, right? And just <laughs> unscrew the boxes, pull and the then, big chunky And then levers. when you set your self-destruct sequence and it's active, make sure to fill the ship with steam so nobody can see where they're going <laughs> to uh, get off the ship. That's the coolant dumping, actually. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, actually... Don't provide a lighted path to where... That would be nice. That, like, a, a slide would be nice from the <laughs> There should be fucking sensors. blinking lights saying, emergency exit this way. Bro. Oh, there were blinking <laughs> lights all right. Everywhere. <laughs> cool as shit, by the way. Really yeah. cool. What a really neat way fun to do scene. Or on a spaceship, right? Make it misty. Bunch of lights everywhere, so every other sec you can't see anything on the screen. I really like, liked it. <laughs> I know you're being sarcastic. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm really not. Oh, okay, Jen, okay. It's hard to tell. Cool. <laughs> Except she doesn't get attacked during the scene, so fucking whatever. It's to build that suspense for when you <laughs> she see it hiding right in front of her. Alien. Yeah. That whole thing at the end I didn't quite get. Was it just because it was her, or did it not see her? I think it just didn't see her. It was hiding. It was like... Was it? Yeah. 
It was so. Was it hurt? Why? <laughs> it's a predator, right? Sorry, it's an alien predator. Yeah, different. it's not a predator. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> just, oh, just you wait. I can't wait till we watch all of these movies, and then we can eventually do like the. Oh, please no. <laughs> if we're watching everything, we have to watch Alien Resurrection. The verses. Together. We gotta right watch the verses, and then we can do that with Freddy and Jason, and then we can do that with the Grudge. We can do that with the Grudge in the ring. Shut up! That happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. yeah, yeah, it happened. <laughs> that had to be a straight to streaming though, right? <laughs> no, it was only in Japan. Uh Oh, okay. Oh, I'll watch the shit out of that. I love both of those movies. Wow. Never heard of that. That sounds yeah. fun. I don't think okay. I've seen The Grudge or The Ring, actually. Ooh. Ooh. American or Japanese? Either. What? Fun. Okay. I know, they're... I know, right? Wow, they're great. Both of them. Both of them like and the American Ooh, and Japanese. We should, do, we should do, like, a, a list where, like, if we roll one of them, we watch both versions to compare them. Okay, okay. A little you know what long. I mean? We 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 watch one like Sunday night and then come back Monday and maybe watch the other. We gotta one. watch yeah. one missed call English though. Do do like one episode on both, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, that's, that could totally that's a totally. <laughs> uh, so well, it, you don't have to watch them at the same night. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, okay. split it up at your leisure. Create double feature. So that way we could do it. Oh, we could do that with Old Boy too. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. You're going to make mind. me watch I don't want to do that. American remake I don't want to do I don't want to do that. Never mind. It, you know. You know Justin. <laughs> let me just say I wouldn't watch the old boy American remake for 1 million dollars. <laughs> hey, you can't get mad That's at me for Austin your Powers idea. Show. It is not an Austin Powers quote. It's it is not. an old boy American remake quote. That oh, movie is, is fucking It's okay cuz I haven't terrible. seen it. It was one million diamonds. No, it was dollars, wasn't it? No, it was diamonds. Yeah, or it any of the Austin Powers movies? It was watching? dollars in Austin Powers. It was diamonds in Old Boy. Oh, that makes it a little better. I totally thought it was dollars, and I was like... No, it doesn't make it better. He said one million in diamonds. Oh, 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 it's like a pound of it's feathers, even, a pound of bricks kind of thing? It's like even dumber. He's like, I want a million, but only in diamonds. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that like uh, like a handful, a palmful, or do you have to like, – a million in diamonds sounds like it could easily be one like diamond. One. Like every, <laughs> every bison dollar will be worth five British pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen Street Fighter. Of course I've Josh, seen Street Fighter. Josh, I have to ask, have you seen any of the Austin Powers movies? I have not, no. I was Here just, we go. I was just asking if any of them are worth but doo -doo -doo. I feel like they don't hold up. I feel like they don't hold up at all. They are going to be on my next list. I've been all asking myself this nope, for a while. not all of them. Right. My first, my next list, I'll just tease it right here, right now. I don't give a shit. Let's do it. Uh, it's going to be um, trilogies. So I'm going to put the first of each trilogy on the list. Ooh. All right. That's not a spoiler. That's a, that's a teaser. That works. And one of them, away. one of them is what we were just. Did you thinking. just fucking forget we were talking about Austin Powers. No. <laughs> okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, do, do, I, do, do, do. I'm interested to, to watch that again. I'll finish my trilogy this year with the Kingsman oh, in September. Fuck. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Monthly reminder: it's still coming. COVID uh, doesn't stop that train. <laughs> not if I cancel the podcast. 
I'll do it. <laughs> it's a prequel. Come on. <laughs> it doesn't have sexy in it at all, probably. That's that's a lie. That's He's not... gonna show up as baby boss at the end. <laughs> it's not gonna have sexy, but it's gonna have some other white savior. You mean twenty of them? Come yeah. on. Oh, I can't stand those movies. Oh, yeah. Please help us, rich, which rich white men? You're our only hope. <laughs> In nice suits, big guns, and British accents. But uh, yeah, don't tell anybody what else is on your list. I'll ask you after the show. My list? Yeah, your trilogy's list. Did someone put yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl on the list? Spy no. Hmm. I heard Spy Kids was okay, though. Spy Kids is actually pretty good. All right. Have you seen it, Austin? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen it recently? Even when I saw it, it, like, the CGI is so fucking bad. It's like Disney Channel level production value. The CGI is not great, but it has some funny moments in it, and it okay. has it, it's 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 okay. I've heard it's, it's okay. not amazing, but it's okay, especially for like a kids movie like it is. For trilogies, I'd rather do the Bandito series with like an. Uh, oh, I'm not doing any any of those movies past the first one. No, 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 no. That's I'm what doing... I'm saying. The first Bandito, right, where he's playing the. Guitar. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about. Um, for Des- Desperado. Spy Kids. That's for Spy oh. Kids. Oh, oh, okay. Nothing thought... past the first movie is worth any of your time. I thought you were really, really against uh, Bandito and Once Upon a Time in Mexico for a second. No, no, no. I was like, damn, Those you, are good. you really hate Johnny Depp. Those are good. <laughs> All right. I mean, right. Johnny Depp's kind of a dickhead, but those are good. You want to see Spy Kids 3D? No, I don't want to watch Spike uh, Kids. 3. Which one's uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Is that a spinoff? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Josh, I mean, no, it's the first one, right? It's Spike Kids: The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, right? No, no that's no totally different movies. Oh, is it? Those are two. Those are two totally different movies. Oh fuck! Okay. They are Shark the Boy same Lava... production like company. Yeah, but they're not the same. Huh? Josh, right. you know who makes those? Uh, not offhand, no. The the same dude who made the movie we watched on this show from dusk till dawn, with the vampires. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes Spy Kids for his kids. Does it have an, another ridiculous like shift? No, <laughs> no, of course not. It just has like Paul Giamatti and bad CGI. <laughs> I mean, Shyamalan made Avatar for his kids, so that doesn't bode well. Exactly. Right. Uh, I still haven't seen that live-action movie. Need to. I haven't either. Put it on the list, Justin. You've do seen it. Do it. Do it, Justin. I know you've seen it. Justin's uh... taken, like, a vow of not watching that movie <laughs> ever again. What movie? Avatar, The Last <laughs> Airbender, the movie. What movie? Wow. <laughs> he, he went to regression therapy, and now he can't yeah. even hear the mention of it because it sent him into fits. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know, I know. the animated series, like, five times to get the movie... Said like in a row. <laughs> oh, I love Avatar the animated series. I watch it every year. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, every Netflix once in a while, I forget Doom had a live action movie because it was so Did fucking it? bad. Oh, I yeah. guess that's not surprising, but like 2006 or seven with The Rock. Oh, it's, 2006. It's, what? That's pretty recent. Doom. Yeah. Huh. Oh my god. The wow. Video yeah. Game. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I remember that. Every time a new Doom game comes it was out, before, it was before The Rock took acting classes. It was before he couldn't play a bad guy anymore. It, 
No, yeah, it was or no, not acting comedy classes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, he wasn't acting great before, but like, you know, now yeah. he's at least funny. Every time a new Doom game comes out, it has like a killer soundtrack. It's a lot of fun to play through, and I'm just like, shit, why haven't they made a movie about this? Especially Doom Three, because it was like the horror survival Doom. And mm-hmm. then I'm, I snap back and I'm like, oh my god, I saw that in theaters and it was the worst piece of shit ever. It's really bad. It was really bad. <laughs> that could be on bad video game movie lists, which like Eli Ball will take up like, almost all of them, like Blood Drain. No, hey, we did Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good movie. Oh, did we did we get through that list? Did we do any more? I'm taking regression <laughs> therapy too and blocked out those movies that we've done that were terrible. Um. Let me see. Uh, Mortal Kombat. We what's the most one. successful video game movie? Is it Sonic? Yeah. It's Sonic, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's some good ones. It's gotta be. There's gotta yeah. be some good ones, right? I don't think so. Silent Hill, the first one. You know what? Good. The, you know what the best video game movie was, but mm. was it based on a video game? Yeah. But it was a bet. Definitely, it was a video game esque movie. Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, that one's really good. I thought you were going to say Hardcore Henry. Yeah, I also thought you were going to say Hardcore Henry. (laughs) You know what? Justin and I went to see Hardcore Henry in theaters, and we were like, this has to just be a theater experience. Like, it was pretty fun. We didn't get nauseous. It had a a really snappy plot that moved really quick. It was balls to the wall action. It made no sense, so who cared? Oh, God, no, no, no. Recently, I watched it again, like on... Uh, at, at work, I watched it on like the 27-inch screen we have there, the work screen. Mm-hmm. And while I was working, and I was like, "There's no way this can hold up," because I'm working. I'm not even like looking at what I'm watching. It did. I was like, "This is still just as fun as it was the first. Well, not as fun, obviously, but it still holds up. It's still fun." Nice. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. I like I f- whenever movies still hold up. This I one's. Feel like- it- I love this movie. It's You good. know, The Fast and the Furious was originally a Need for Speed, which is a video game. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, that, that got better as it went. But it became yeah. its own thing for sure. Need for Speed Eventually never we'll turned into that. we'll get the new Fast and the Furious. Don't worry, Josh. It's Need- coming. If you think about it, Need for Speed and Fast and the Furious, like, crossed paths. Need for Speed got super realistic. Like, they were like, oh, now you have to stick shift and, like, soup your car up with realistic parts and, like, you can't be caught by the cops. And it just kept getting more realistic over time. And Fast and the Furious is like, fuck that, I'm drifting around the moon. (laughs) The rings of Saturn, let's see if we can drive on them. Through a volcano, out the other side. There was volcano shit in that animated series. Right. They finally went there. So speaking of Fast and Furious, you know who was like originally supposed to be Dominic Toretto? Mm. It wasn't Vin Diesel. Well, I assume that since you asked, and it is was Vin it Diesel. Rock? It was not The Rock. <laughs> Josh, you probably don't know who this is. Okay. Probably not. Give it to us. Uh, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, no, I do not know who that that's, is. Okay. <laughs> so they're... Very different movie. <laughs> They were probably scheduled to be made a little earlier then. Yeah. Wait, if you're doing trilogies, can you put Triple X on the list? Even though I've seen the first one. Ooh. I haven't seen the third one, though. Third one. Oh, I already made really my list. Good. Oh. Is Triple X on it? Nope. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Speaking of Triple X, she gets on the ship and escapes. 
an alien. She thinks are, she blows it up. She thinks she, blows, like, she does blow it up. Are you saying she, thinks she blows yes. up the alien? Yes. How how is that? Speaking of triple X, just because she's in like these tiny white panties. Yeah. Oh, no, we just do bad transitions a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, good job. I knew they had to get. I knew they had to get in the fan service somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that has. She starts taking her clothes. Like, god damn it! Like, they have to do this. Come at least on. they did, At least, at least they didn't make her show her boobs. At least they kind of reason for it because she gets into the spacesuit. That was a fun scene. That was like and presumably the armor. she couldn't have done that if she, she wasn't gonna put on the spacesuit originally though, right? She was gonna go like. No, no, no! But they had like a cryo they had, like, freeze. A that's, or whatever. Well, that's reason. why she took her clothes off because she had to go into cryo freeze. When cryo all, freeze. Yeah. When they yeah. all woke up, they were kind of wearing the same thing. Yeah. And the aliens on the ship somehow. Oh, I don't know why well, it's there. It's super fast. This is the part I didn't get. So Austin, you said you think the alien was hiding from her. So here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, they were just like crawled up in the corner there. There was a quick like, transition scene when this alarm's going off. It's blaring. The alien scares her. And she drops Jones, the cat. This is at the mouth of the escape pod. And right, that's you can why see down the hallway. she goes back to try and stop the self-destruct sheet sequence because she's like, holy shit, I, I, I can't jump down there, get the cat, close the hatch before the alien eats me. She's like, I got to stop the self-destruct sequence and then maybe who knows what. But she's now trapped on the ship, kind of. She goes back. She's not able to do the self-destruct sequence. It's too late. She calls mother a bitch and like slams one of the monitors and uh, goes back, and there's no sign of the alien. So she goes into the shuttle and like prepares, and she's like, oh, maybe it chased me. Maybe it went looking for me. It's, it's probably on the big ship. I'll take my chances. And that's when she's going to go into cryosleep on the, the shuttle. She launches. The ship blows up. And uh, she's like making adjustments to go into cryo sleep. She's like, I did it. And uh, yeah, it's it's been hiding down here the whole time. But like, why? Because, okay, so we get some lines earlier in the film from the doctor where he tells the truth. He's like, it has cells that can like uh, survive super harshities. Like, I assume it can hibernate. And so... It's but just, like, why? Why on that ship? How does it magically know that that's the place it needs to be to not get blown up? Because it it's not might, flashing lights part of the ship, I guess. It might have followed <laughs> her down when she finally came down. I like, don't we don't know. have any indication that this alien's intelligence. Just I that think it's, that's it's pure horror movie stuff. Like, it, now it's in here. Like, you didn't get away. It's still a threat. Hmm. Sure. Hmm. And I think it's yeah. Maybe it's. Uh, I don't. I I don't know how these aliens. I think. thought it was gonna drop onto the ship because like they show, uh, they show the ship take, and they're they're showing the ship that she came off of like panning under her from the like glass that above totally her, and I could have yeah. swore it's gonna jump on the ship and like like melt through the the glass or something, mm -hmm. or like she would have to shake it off with like the thrusters, or, and that was gonna be like the final hurrah. But no, it's just she's chilling on the ship, <laughs> just in the little corner there. Yeah. Maybe it followed her and, on after know, she it grabbed the cat. It must have gone in some kind of high because like when she noticed it, it doesn't just immediately slash her face off. True. It, has to it wake just kind of goes like, ugh. And then cr slowly crawls out of the duct. Yeah, it seems really mm -hmm. unaware. Okay. And then she activates the magic gas pan. just has a bunch of gas buttons on it. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. She has no, to hit I think two it was like first. the... 
I think it was like the it was she was like freezing it, mm-hmm. like because it was next to right, the but cryo like she chamber, opens the right? panel and like the panel has a bunch of like you know chemical vent like, gas things, buttons. buttons like each button it's a different gas. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have that in your living room right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I guess sometimes you need to fill the ship with gas for various reasons. Oxygen. Thankfully, the alien was sleeping in the exact spot where the gas comes out. No, didn't you see? She tried two before she hit it with the third one. Oh, right, right, right. That's fair. Okay. Oh, so I wonder if you guys had this in your uh, version that you watched. Mm -hmm. Uh, As many times as I've seen this, this was the first time I'd seen this scene. So the version I watched tonight had something new. When she's, like, the last few minutes on the ship, and she finds her crew plastered to the wall, and they're full of, like, alien babies, and she has to blow them up with a flamethrower? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. I'd never Mm. seen that before either. That was totally a new scene for me. I figured they were going to set up some that, right? Because the first couple guys they mentioned... Like, the guy that went in the ducks with the flamethrower, mm-hmm. they're like, we didn't find a body. Yeah. And I'm was... like, oh, cool, we're seeing later where they're all hanging up from, like, cocoons or some shit. That's exactly what I saw. Like, Dallas was up there, the other person was up there. and I guess they just cut that for time. They were just like, kill me, and she did. Like, maybe that's why they cut it. I watched the director's cut. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. That's what I saw. All right, so she she gets the alien outside, harpoons it away, it tries to climb back in, and then she hits the ignition, and faboom, crispy critter. Uh, would you recommend Josh after seeing this for your first time? I would recommend watching a YouTube video of the important scenes in the movie. You don't like okay, so you don't like the long form being would... drawn into the ambience and like this. This not... fucking director loves his long movies, boy. Like so, I'll tell you one thing I've learned about Josh. Josh does not like set dressing in a movie. He likes things that get to the point. I do like. I understand. You know, I, it's a horror movie, right? You need setup. Sure. Like you need quiet scenes on the ship because there's a scary. A- it's gonna kill you. You don't need thirty fucking minutes of we're on a planet. Now there's an alien egg. Thirty. It's okay. Now it's actually a threat. Like, jeez. <laughs> like they could have crash land the planet in like five minutes. Like, Get and then gotten it, the, on the ship, and then it like you know, and now it's a big scary closed room. There's a monster here. Oh my god! Thing. I like to imagine See, for Josh. a lot of people, like the dr- the long drawn outness is like what makes the tension work. Like it's it's not just that either, right? Like that's certainly part of it, but like I don't give a shit about any. There's like none of them have characterization because they're all just to die, right? Even the that main one guy. That one guy says right a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was one of his character traits. Like, literally the only character I c- was the cat who lived, by yeah, the way. So that's nice. Um, but, like, yeah, it's there's some cool shit. Like, the the alien scenes are fucking great. There's really good ambiance and light stuff, but, like, you don't need to sit down for two hours to see that. You don't think you the ambiance expen- extends? Like, you really want to get immersed in this and, like watch the production I, I think I think world. I think yes it would have been better I'd seen it in theaters right not, not on a computer screen you know mm-hmm. half res or whatever like sure I think it would have been a little immersive okay. in that kind of situation but like I don't 
you know, if you like horror films, you know, oh, sure, watch it. Yes, because it's a it's a quote classic, right? It probably <laughs> sets a lot of uh, horror standards. It definitely for does. To come after it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think if you if you don't really care horror, like you can totally pass this move, then your life will not be, you know, any different. All right, I'm interested to see what you say about the second one when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Is that right. on your list? Uh, no, no, not yet. But I'll. Is it I'll just see Alien sequels. One, Two, Three? No. No, his because it was his other movie on this list was Blade Runner. Right, it was mm-hmm. this this director's universe movies. Right. And it extends beyond this director. Like, uh, it crosses over into other directors. It's pretty, pretty unique. Mm. So, uh, what do you guys also, think? The, uh, what do you guys think the stats on this movie are? Like, well, first, I like whatnot. to, I like to think of Josh Probably like coming into the movie, the party that's going on in rope, and just kicking open the door and being like, <laughs> "Come on, come on! There, you've been here five hours. There's a body right there." <laughs> <laughs> I think this, yeah, like the suspension of disbelief. I think is what really. It wasn't. It wasn't so much the long movie. It wasn't so much that the characters didn't have characterization. It was the fucking like the fact that whatever every decision they made was the dumbest thing they could possibly do, and that it was purely for just advance. Like put in some fucking throw lines of like why they're doing these things. Like come on. Like I think that's what really <laughs> me. Like like every single time anything they and they're just like let's do let's do a dumb thing. Let's split up. Let's Take this egg on the ship. Let's oh, not kill the guy immediately. Like I'm, it worth I'm it. I'm starting real. to see why you don't like horror movies. But I do like horror <laughs> because that's... most of the movies I watch that are on my list have been horror movies. That's true. Right? Like, just I'm I'm only asking for a reason. Just <laughs> a reason. I mean, why these people? Because you know what happens in most movies? They're dumb teenagers in a cabin that are horny. That's what being <laughs> stupid and dumb. Like, sure, great, I got it. Like. You know, give me a line about the, the systems are offline, or we can't, cause, cause the kajiggers <laughs> would blow up. Like, just say something. Yeah. You just like, can't handle it being being due to gross incompetence. Yes, I just, I cannot. <laughs> these people are this stupid. Yeah. Like, it's, I get it's there's too a realistic. sabotage doctor. I get <laughs> that they would be inclined to believe him. I do not get that. You know, alien has his face. Alien person. Chess alien starts murder people. Okay, now let's do something about it. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Dis- noises of disgust. <laughs> like, you know why I like action movies so much and like dumb things like fast? Is because it knows it. It gives me a reason immediately, right? Like the oh, scene is them like launching out of a fucking skyscraper, shooting guns, <laughs> and like you know. Assuming like, yeah, that's Tad Johnson. He's the best dude. And like, they they give me the reason immediately, right? I understand. <laughs> like, they because... tell me, hey, Josh, you can turn your brain. Now, exactly, don't think about yeah. it too. You you don't drink. You don't imbibe in any substances. So it's it's that movie being like, you can turn your brain off. Nothing is gonna happen here. You have to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, especially in like a space future movie, right? I like get it in most space, space futures when it's high tech, tech, but this is so industry. I feel like the more I watch this and the more experience I have working in industry and like heavy labor and shit like this, the more realistic it seems. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, yeah, it it makes sense. It makes sense that they would be like, nah, 
let's do it this way. We're here. We could possibly get paid more. And why not? Because we're 10 months out. We're going to have to sleep through it in hyperstasis on the rest of the way. Let's make 50,000 extra dollars a piece or whatever this is going to be if we get a new alien species back to Earth. It's probably big, big, a big deal. I can only assume they've only encountered like a handful of alien, other alien species at this point. Because they're not careful at all. You're right. They are. Yeah, not. May, maybe all the other species they've encountered are like, like, like nothing. Just bugs. They're like dumb. They're dumb animals or what? Or super or nice. Don't pose a threat. Yeah. yeah. Sure. They say that. What's you know, that like, animal that hangs out near the Amazon that's friend with a capybara? It's like yeah. friends with every yeah, other capybara. animal. Maybe every they animal base is just capybaras. Yeah, and they're like, all right, we have a shock stick. I mean, that's been working on the capybaras. <laughs> <laughs> We got a capybara grade shock stick. But that's not an exciting movie. <laughs> it's not going to work on a xenomorph. Right. No. Right. Well, it would have if it stayed the same size, but then we find uh, yeah. it's I feel like the grappling hook shedding its skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, it's constantly yeah, yeah. growing and shifting. Because we don't see the xenomorph get damaged, like, at all. So, no, like, for all we know, a bullet could have just done it. <laughs> no Maybe. guns. They no. make it bleed that one time. Uh huh. Right. With like the medical device, and that was whenever it was like a baby. Oh, such gnarly special effects on that part when they're dissecting the head crab after, or I'm thinking Half Life, the face hugger. Right. Like mm -hmm. uh, it looks like, like fucking oyster or something like on the bottom. Like such good practical effects. Yeah, that was fucking bold. Like usually practical effect horror, it's like this. They do everything they can to not show what they're because you know they if you uh -huh. show all of the practical it falls apart with this one they just fucking put a table they're like look at this shit we made <laughs> they're Isn't like yeah cool? it's under surgical like, lights movie. and they're <laughs> pulling it apart and stretching it. it it reminded me of the thing a little bit like how bold they were you're right <laughs> yeah uh, justin definitely. would you recommend this for sure love right. it yeah sad that i took so that i'm sla i'm sad that where i lived colored my bias to prevent me from watching it sooner Oh, for sure. You could have watched it ten more times if you. <laughs> uh, All that missed time. Uh, when I was younger, I was way more a fan of the second one because it's more actiony. Mm -hmm. I I had that one on DVD. Uh, I didn't see this one until pretty late in life. I was just like, oh, the second one's fine. It's great. It's what I need. It's it's. <laughs> and I remember. <laughs> My mom always telling me I saw she, she saw it in theaters when it came out, and uh, she, when I was super fucking little, she told me about like the chestburster scene and how they were just sitting around eating spaghetti, and all of a sudden this thing explodes out of the guy's chest, and so I was like, oh shit, that that's scary as fuck. I, maybe I don't want to see that. But, right. Uh, uh, I was at my dad's house on the weekend, and number two came on the TV. And it must have been, like, HBO back in the day, because it showed gore and shit. And uh, he's like, oh, aliens. And put it on. And I was just like, at this point, I was so little, I was, like, hiding behind the couch, watching it, like, peeking out at certain points. But loving it. Loved horror movies as a kid. And it wasn't until later that he was like, oh, yeah, I watched that first one in theaters, and it was really scary. And I was like, oh, if you thought it was scary, why would you show me the second one when I was so little? <laughs> and why did my mom tell me in detail about the first one that was so scary? Because <laughs> I wanted to traumatize you. Oh, Share trauma. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that fans. 
<laughs> Turned out to be one. Does that track with the rest of your childhood? I'm sorry. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it turned out to be one of my favorite franchises after seeing it at a young age. Number two, I got, for some fucking reason, in the 90s and or like 80s and 90s, you could buy toys based off R rated movies, mm-hmm. which made no sense. Like, nope. of course I'm going to want to see every single movie if I have the toy and the box art and the other characters and like i'm trying to learn the lore behind it like that's what you're doing you're into something you you learn the story behind it so austin you you like this movie so much have you kept up with it with like all these newer ones that came out yeah yeah you have yeah 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 like I said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> prometheus like prometheus and all that stuff sorry it cut out like it was just like a pause or nothing. No, so. no i just said it softly because i'm ashamed uh no. they sh- What's the one after Prometheus? I don't know, man. I haven't watched any of them. Oh, I've watched them all in theaters. <laughs> uh, you know what I haven't caught up with is Predator, which we'll we'll get to. I heard that the newest one was okay. I heard the new the video reboot? game for Terminator was pretty cool, talking about like 80s and 70s properties getting remade into video There's games. There's the new video games for Terminator? Yeah, it went under the radar, and I heard a lot of people really liked it. Huh. Um, speaking of video games, if you are a fan of this movie, the video game, I think it came out in 2017, Alien Isolation. Oh, <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. It, nails, that game. it nails the aesthetic of this movie. Like, the spaceship is designed the same way. Once the Xenomorph gets loose, it's terrifying uh i've never beat it it's too fucking hard like the xenomorph even on easy difficulty will just run right towards you and murder you and i'm like i, I don't know what to do here <laughs> but i i'm still gonna recommend it if you like survival horror and i'm sure someday they'll remake it in a vr version it's it's perfect for it <laughs> yeah right i'm surprised uh, they haven't already yeah well, we thought the big uh, VR kick was going to be this Half-Life Alex prequel story with the HTC or whatever, or Steam. I think it's they switched to actual like Steam property licensed VR, right? But uh, either way, the the COVID hit, and nobody's spending a thousand dollars on like a VR suit or a VR like getup. So it might it might take a while yeah, longer might take for a little VR bit. to catch on. Yeah. Uh, we'll get pl- there. Am I playing we'll anything there. new? Speaking of the quarantine, how, wait, wait, we need to stay sane. Uh, I'm playing a lot of wonderful D&D. 101. Just got that Kickstarter and. Uh, uh, what's that? So has uh my roommate Assis has been playing that. What yeah. is wonderful 101? It's uh it's an older like we. Action game they remastered for like Steam and stuff. Okay. Uh, he Assis described it as superhero Pikmin. Yeah. Previous uh, guest of the podcast on our D and D episode, Aziz. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Good... Pikmin. It's kind of huh? like an action, you know, action game where you control a bunch of like little dudes. You can combine like you know weapons and stuff. Oh, action. And then you gotta use them kinda... to solve solve puzzles and fight right. stuff. Is that on Steam? Cool. Yeah, it's on Steam. Nice. But, uh, probably, it's probably on everything, but I have I've been playing 
uh, Hunt, the Hunt Showdown, and Hunt Sekiro. Showdown? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's like a, it's like a, uh, PvP, PvE as well. Like, so you play monster hunters, a team of monster hunters that has to go into the swamp in Louisiana and fight against, like, hunt down by finding clues to find, like, this big monster in an area. It's like 1800s Um, gothic horror. Yeah, but then whenever you, uh, but set in Louisiana. For sure, yeah. Um... Oh, you can set some horror in Louisiana, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, um, so you go and you have to get clues to find, like, this big monster, and you have to fight the big monster, which is hard to kill, and then escape, and then there's also other teams racing you that you have to fight it that, like, can also kill you. That sounds fun. Noise. That's pretty fun. Very cool, very cool. Um, What about you, uh, Skyrim again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you modded Skyrim. Uh, I'm not. I'm not doing any like graphical mods or anything. That's a waste of time because I don't care how it yeah. looks. But you're um, not fighting like Thomas the Tank Engines and stuff. No, no. I went and I uh, beat all the bosses, optional bosses, and found every ring in the original Dark Souls. So that was nice. Fun. Uh. I'd never gone through the DLC before. That was that was really fun. Gotta give a shout out to that. I haven't uh, been playing a whole lot of video games in the quarantine. I've mainly no, been neither. watching stuff. Oh, and okay. Doing like kung fu and writing. Ooh, I'm doing a lot lots of gardening. Of D&D, lots of D and D stuff too. Yeah, we got a D and D game every Friday that Josh is also involved in. And Justin then I, and I play in a game. DMing. And then I play in a game on Wednesdays and run a game on my own on Sundays. <laughs> Yeah. And we're all dealing with a moth infestation right now. Ooh, yeah. Yep, I read today on the website they're totally edible and POWs swear by them. So there's some cool info. Huh. Full of fat and protein. Interesting. <laughs> uh, you can check out this and our other podcasts on podcast.com and the iTunes podcast app. Our other podcast is Amazeballs, where Justin and I and guests watch TV anthology series or select episodes we think people should see or you want to watch. The stipulations are different. We don't have to watch that one first. We don't have to know anything about it. It's kind of just just devolving into a podcast about TV shows because I think we're going to do community here soon. I really want to, yeah. That's in no way an anthology show. It, you, sometimes it feels like it. The episodes <laughs> I'm picking. <laughs> uh, and neither neither was that other one we did with Josh with the Fast and the Furious. Oh, Spy yeah, Racers. Don't remind that, me. That was not. Spy you just kids, wait. It's going to be referenced and not. Shark and you guys are going to feel dumb because you're not going to get the reference. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, and then whenever... I'll have to go. Don't worry, guys. I watched all of Spiders, and I can tell about that super important reference. Good. Whenever the world opens back up and we're at Flick's Brew House, and I'm like eating a <laughs> fucking steak and drinking a beer, I'll look oh, over man, at it's you. Dominic's nephew. <laughs> I'll look over at you, Josh, with a full mouth and just be like, oh, good. Please explain it to me on the ride home who this fucking character is. <laughs> And yeah, it'll turn out to be his nephew because he was the only person in the show who mattered. 
No, it's gonna be something way subtler than that. It's oh, gonna yeah. like a can of beverage in the background or some oh, shit. God. You mean the only if good anything. scene in the show? Yeah. <laughs> that commercial for a fake beverage. <laughs> Oh, that was a rough one. That was a rough watch. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook under FapCheck and at YouTube at FapCheck. <sighs> All right. I think that's about it. Uh, stay safe. We did, it. We, we did this. We we uh, we conquered the space hugger. Don't break space quarantine, people. Don't break any quarantine. Stay home. Wear your fucking mask. Justin, here's the thing. Sorry everything space so just don't break any corn yeah don't break space quarantine don't break any quarantine <laughs> any messages you'd like to deliver jo uh josh what do you got on what do you got on uh kickstarter coming up oh yeah but that's not gonna matter because this is gonna go up like half a year from then oh whoops well, maybe <laughs> yeah i got a kickstarter coming up for for work shout nice. out Check shout it out. out yeah it's called bullet it's the schmup board game uh, oh, by I the saw time some of the art for that. It's really fun. Yeah. By the time this goes up, the pledge manager might be open still. Also, uh, hey, uh, even if it's Josh, not in Kickstarter, you, you could totally you... just shout out the board game if it's for sale and they'll buy it. Fair enough. Yeah. Could you explain for people who don't know what what shmup is? Oh, sorry. Shoot em oh, up. Yeah. I have you no know, like idea what shmup is. Like Space Invaders or Galaxian or... You know, right, but you okay. you like made that. that in a board game form. Yeah, that's well, amazing. I, try, I tried to. Well, yeah. We'll see what other people think. That's really interesting to like yeah. genre smash like that. I mean, a lot of our games are video based on video games, so it's kind of what that's kind of what they do, do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's pretty ambitious. I'm excited to see how that turns out. Yeah. Can you can you upgrade are... your ship? Can is that a spoiler? Uh, can you, you get can parts for your ship? It's there's no ships. It's girls. It's girls. Oh, okay. It's anime girls. Cue them up. You get you get out different outfits or wands. You you get like you can get like side grades that give you more mechanical options. I watched a video of Brad showing how to play it. It kind of reminded me of playing like an action version of Tetris. When you say That's side grades, is that like an upgrade? It's like an upgrade, but it's temporary, right? Oh, okay. So, yeah, so you, get like one, you get like a little one-shot. So much lingo. Like bonus things. <laughs> you gotta get that board game lingo, man. Yeah. Dang. You're not in the you're not in the the industry, so you don't know his jargon. <laughs> yeah, because there's there, there's a fuck ton of jargon in the board game industry. <laughs> We've had yeah, two man, in the last minute. Back off his meeps, yo. Yeah. <laughs> See, don't get that one. Get get on my level, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's one level because it's two. He's on deep. level ninety nine. You gotta get up yes. there. Oh, Thank you. Shout out. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, this has been Alien on Have You Seen? I'm Austin. I'm Josh. And I'm Justin. Rawr. Little mouse. <laughs> and the kitty survived. Yay! Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see them Yay. next time. No, don't bring the cat back. The cat <laughs> is the only recurring character. I was stressing out about the cat getting killed. <laughs> that cat knows what to do. We're going back sure to the planet. To the he can help us. Go. Bring him. I, I thought every time the cat screen, I thought they were going to do some kind of alien deal with it. Like it's going to blow up and like there's going to be an alien in it or something. Mm -hmm. some right. Thing. Yeah, like it was going to come back through the alien. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> that's the innocent thing, right? That's the thing that couldn't be a bad guy. Of mm-hmm. course, it's just an animal. It's just a kitty. But thankfully, they didn't do that. It's just, it's it's just a cat, and it, and it lived. It did all the jump scares. Just laughed at that one guy to get pulled up into the chains. Yeah. I like that part a lot, because you could see from the outside, this ship was, like, gigantic, like, four skyscrapers for uh, mining asteroids, like, really big uh, materials and uh, machines inside. And in spaces that big, like, it'll create clouds because the moisture going up and actually, like, rain and shit. It happens in gigantic military bunkers. So that, that was a really fun touch. Like, it was just raining in that room, and he was drinking it. Nice. 